Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last and you are listening to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. This is episode 123. On the show today is Iverson. And uh, I'm talking sort of quickly today because I'm in a rush to finish this show because it's, uh, shit, I've got like 20 minutes to do this. So look, uh, it might be a little bit of a shorter episode, uh, but we'll still play lots of cool music. We're going to keep it 80s with Marco Merrick. We're going to chat with Iverson. We're going to have a gay old time. And by that, I mean two men who love each other and also a good time. So listen, let's listen to some music. That's a horrible segue into music. <laughs> when are they going to cancel this show on me? The network. All right, so let's listen to a track. What do we got here? We got a track from Kid Neon from the album Darker Days, and this is Spaceborn by Kid Neon.
from the album Darker Days uh, with the track Spaceborn. And you can check out, of course, all the links of the artists I play on the show on the SoundCloud page, the Beyond Synth SoundCloud. Click on the More Info button and you will get more info. Now, I feel like I had a mail sack message, but I don't know if I can find it. I've got a bunch, but they're in another fucking folder. Oh, yeah, they're in a folder. Hold on. <laughs> I grabbed an old monitor from uh, my dad's place and I plugged it in. So I have like a dual monitor setup going right now. Uh, I've never had a dual monitor setup before, even though this one monitor is actually very old. So the resolution on it's much different than the, my computer. But now all I end up doing is uh, getting my cursor lost because I never know where the cursor is because I'm not used to it, man. Alright, here's a mail sack from Christopher Ryan Alberts. He's got some sideburns and a hat, and he says, Hey Andy, is there a way we can donate to obtain your various musical recordings? I know some of your songs are available on the Miami Dream Drive Night compilations, but I would totally donate money or something to get the others you have made, like your old weird electronic songs or that song with LaCassette. Thanks for being awesome, man. Well, uh, thanks, dude. Uh, You're awesome. And the point is, I've made a lot of joke stupid music, and those songs are ridiculous. So I don't know what to do with them because it would be funny to release like a joke album, maybe throw it up on Bandcamp for like a dollar or something so people can, you know, the money would go towards the show and people could have some funny music. So it's not something that I am going to do anytime soon, but it is something I've thought about. I've also thought about just producing a new just joke album, which I would probably put on Bandcamp for more than a dollar. But the whole point would be that it would be to support the show. And uh, yeah, so... In the future, that might be something that happens. It is something I have considered. Uh, he also says, P.S. The junk emails are great and never get rid of that segment, please, as long as you have them. Well, buddy, ironically, I will not be doing junk email today because I now have like 10 minutes to uh, finish editing this episode, but I'm glad you like it. I'm glad somebody likes it. I feel like I do that junk email segment for like two people and everybody else is sort of like, why the fuck does you do this? But, um, hey man, it's my show, dude. I do whatever I fucking want. And if that means 
means <laughs> alienating a possible larger audience, then uh, <laughs> I guess that's just what I have to do. And I will stay here with my 10 listeners to the death. Anyways, uh, thanks for your email, Christopher Ryan Albert. I hope you are doing okay, dude. And uh, yeah, uh, that's all I got to say about that. So let's listen to another track and then maybe we'll go to the Patreon. So here is a track by Tainsis, T A. I-N-S-U-S, and this track is called With You. What's your name, pretty boy?
And that was With You by Tainsus. And uh, I dig that song. It's cool. Do you think my voice sounds different today? I've got a different uh, audio interface. And um, I think my voice might sound better, but I'm not 100% sure. You be the judge. Anyway, let's go to the fucking Patreon. Alright guys, you know the drill. Beyond Synth has a Patreon. That's a way you can donate money to the show to make it even bigger and better. Uh, the donations help the Beyond Synth podcast you're listening to and also the real Beyond Synth, the YouTube show, which as of right now there's only one episode, but there will be more. Um, I've planned a whole bunch of stuff, so stuff is happening. So the more money we can get here, the better, so I can make all of these things better. And... Uh, Hell, maybe even, uh, well, that's about it. I don't want to make any fucking false promises. So, I want to thank my lovely Patreon donors, and I'm going to start with my $5 donors. There's Kai, Joe and Lando, Roman, Cunning Corvid, Bobby B, John Eternal, Dougie Fresh, Lame Robot, Florence Bullock, Matthew Lister, Simon Norberg, Veilingo, New Gat Ninja, The Rosconian, Night Raptor, Stu M, Ross Pentland, Dana Jean Phoenix, Tristan Waits, Rawl Pud, Grant Bouvier, Barons of Santa Carla, Starlight Fisher, Timothy Pierce, Corey Valentine, Orlando, Rodriguez, Anifa, Marco, Cranendonk, Martin Larby, Facehugger, Brad Neiman, Zycorax, Lee McConnell, Ethan Hennings. And now it's time for the donation of the beast. These are the dudes that donate 666 because they are compelled by the devil. This is the donation of the There's Josh Conklin, a.k.a. Rings. There's Hellroy, Lucas Ceballos, Blake Peterson, Carm, Straylight, Lonnie Taylor, Till Wild, Ken Giroux, and new donation of the beast, Moose Nux. K-N-U-X, Moose Nux. I don't get it. <laughs> Or do I? Uh, thanks, buddy, for your support, man. I appreciate it, and thank you so much for donating to Beyond Synth. It's going to be well worth the ride. And of course, keeping evil at bay, it's Max Hutchings with the 667. And now, my lovely $10 Pattersons. There's Trevor Resnick, Colin Bennett, Fraser Davidson, Winfield, Will Lowe, Joshua Everson, fucking Slum! Greg Smith, Ashley Keegan, Tim Walmsley, Mike Shima, Shabugan, Playmaker Media, Murat Ogute, 
Elias Garnier, Polly Digital, and then with the 1111, it's the lovely Chrysalia Lane, and with the 1987, it's Frank Skinicki, and then there's Jacob Wick with the 2288, and the lovely 25 Brothers, there's Chris Dance, Gregorio Franco, and White Tiger, and that was the Patreon for this week. Let's listen to another track. This is Emil Rottmeyer with WAVE. And that's W-A-V-E with periods after all of them. So maybe it stands for something. Water, air, vehicle, emergency. All right, I got it. (laughs) The water, air, vehicle, emergency. It's like a cartoon for kids. And they got all the different vehicles. What am I doing? Uh, This is Emil Rottmeyer with the track WAVE.
And that was Wave by Emil Rottmeier. That uh, person makes cool music, and you should listen to it. And now, let's go keep it 80s with Marco Merrick. And now, we're keeping it 80s with Marco Merrick. How's it going, man? Hey! Hey, Andy. How you going, brother? I'm all right. How are you? Um, I'm good. Uh, I think the question on everyone's lips is uh, how you feeling. We're all a bit worried about you there, buddy. Well, I like being on everyone's lips. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish... No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going to go with that. Please, continue the joke. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, no, it's good to have you back. We're a bit worried there, you know. I mean, uh, you're like the most charming and handsome... Um, and since wave, so we'd be fucked without Chandy. So you had us all worried there. <laughs> I know I speak for everyone. Well, I am uh, not good at accepting compliments, and I don't know what the hell is going on with me. To be honest with you, I I have um, you know I still have uh, appointments to go to and stuff like that. Maybe people will do some tests on me. It's just very strange. I mean, I talked about this last week. If anyone could fucking bear. Uh, listening to me thank people for two hours because that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel fine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I feel normal. It's it's just... Um, uh, my heart does funny things in my chest, but uh, mm. I don't feel pain, and I'm not, like, weak or anything. It's just... Uh, I mean, weaker than I usually am. Yeah. Like, I'm a pretty weak dude, uh, both morally and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> But yeah, enough about me, man. What's uh, what's been going on with you? Not much, man. Uh, I've enjoyed my few weeks off from the show. I actually did my own radio show. Uh, I did the farewell synthetic Sunday show, which was kind of cool. It only went for ten hours, Andy. Yeah, a bit shorter <laughs> this time. See, so but, now uh, <laughs> I always used to make that joke that you do ten hour shows, and you're like, I don't do ten hour shows. You know, like maybe I did eight hours, and like now you've actually done a ten hour show. You so. drive me to do it. I was like, yeah. I'll prove him. I'll prove him right. Look, I can do it. <laughs> Here you go. He's 10 hours. Yeah. I like anytime people go out and with spite try and prove me right. <laughs> it saves me some time and they have that energy because of all the spite inside them. Anyway, it was pretty good. It was it was good to get it out. Now that's, that's like a chapter of my life kind of closed there, I guess. So that was good to get it over and done with and... Um, it was nice having you on the show too, as a special guest, of course. We rambled on a little bit and had a few jokes, so, so no, all good, mate, all good here. Were you happy about the the final episode? Fuck, hang on, let me just let my cat out. For fuck's sake, what is when I'm recording? She's so selfish, dude. Have you got have you got any pets that are really selfish? I used to have lots of cats, and well, not lots of cats. I mean, I used to have cats, and uh, I haven't had a pet in since my last one died that was before my son was born yeah it's weird like now that i have kids i do like having a pet around but with our apartment and having children it's just like i don't want another thing to have to look after like it's just we got enough stuff going on if i ever moved into like a bigger house and we had like you know some grass or something that i could uh smoke just got back from watching Blade Runner, Andy, and I'm just saying now, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, so don't bloody worry, but uh, it was actually pretty good, mate. Good. Hopefully, I'm going to see it uh, soon. I don't want to wait too long. I see a lot of people saying nice things about it. What's your uh, non-spoiler review? Or do you want to play a song first and then give me your non-spoiler review? Let's play a song and we'll come back to it. Yeah, that's good, Andy. That's good. You're getting good at this. Uh, yeah, all right. Mm. Let's play... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's play a track here from uh, Roxy Drive that I just discovered through Celerect LA Dreams. Um, the track is called See It In Your Eyes. It's actually produced by Celerect LA Dreams, but it's by Roxy Drive. So I presume Celerect did the... Uh, the instruments and Roxy does the vocals. Makes sense to me, man. Well, let's check this out. This is Roxy Drive with the track See It In Your Eyes. Thank you. 
And that was Roxy Drive with the track See It In Your Eyes, which was, uh, I think, produced by Celeract LA Dreams, according to you. That's correct. Yes. (laughs) That's a cool track. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I think maybe I follow this person on Instagram. It's a lady. Yeah, it is. It's a lady. You got a problem with that? I know. I always feel weird nowadays because if I talk about a dude, I don't immediately like compliment their appearance, mm-hmm. and so I feel like, am I being like uh, inappropriate if there's a lady that you listen to and just like I want to say like, oh, she's a pretty lady, but then it's like, is that inappropriate now because I don't address men that way? Yeah, that makes you sexist, a sexist pig. Yeah, like you're sexist if you like say a woman's attractive because like you should have complimented her musical talent first. You know, I'm just like, well, if you follow someone on Instagram, it's all fucking pictures, okay? And so that was my point anyways anyway. <laughs> and that music's okay too but that's the thing it, it bugs me because there's like this attitude now when it comes to that we're just like you're sexist if you do this and that i'm like well there's a reason why i'm not always like complimenting dudes is because i'm straight like I, I i it's not my first instinct to be like what a handsome man i mean like that's i'll say it because i don't care but i mean it's not my it's not my first instinct when i see a dude to like be like what a nice looking man but when i see a lady you know, you're just like, it's a nice looking lady. Nothing wrong with that. See, I'm the opposite. I'm in a relationship and, and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not looking at other women for that. So I don't particularly comment on other women's appearance, but I comment on men's appearance all the time because I'm not gay, so I can. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny. So. <laughs> I know, that is true, actually. <laughs> I, I find I do that when I'm walking around. My eye turns more to, like, if I see a couple coming at me, like an attractive couple, mm-hmm. I will actually look more at the guy because I don't want to be a dude who is staring at a lady who's in a couple. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because yeah, I know what yeah. that feels like. It's awkward. Like, you know when you're walking and you walk past yeah. and you're like with your uh, your girlfriend or your wife or something and then you walk past a dude who's staring at the girl you're with Yeah, and, and you're just like, what a fucking weirdo. What are you doing? So I want to make sure that I'm not that guy and the way that I do that mm. is by then just looking at the dude. <laughs> But then I'm walking past going, like, why did I just look at a dude? Like, I mean, I should at least look at pretty ladies. Like, I mean, like, what am I, it's like, who am I serving here? But then it, it's important to me because if there's something I see in the world that, that I find weird or that bugs me, and oftentimes it's like, if you see a very pretty lady, it can be very distracting, and my eye does go, like, zooms right to the lady. But then when I see other dudes looking at women and, like, kind of leering at them, I'm, like, ashamed, you know, for, like, man, you know, just like, <laughs> what are you doing, dude? I mean, like... You know, at least, like, look up and look down, because some dudes really fucking stare at women. They really do. And it's so uncomfortable to watch, and you're just like, dude, I get it, she's hot, but just look up, look down, Uh, you know, look over here for a second, you know, uh, pretend you're reading something, look at your phone, then look back up. But if you just fucking stare at a person, you're insane. But at the same time, I can't fault people for looking at beautiful women because, like, they're great to look at. I mean, like, that's part of being pretty. (laughs) I had a friend that, uh, what the hell is that? I'm eating a donut. Continue. (laughs) I had a friend that was working at a hospital here in Perth, and he was doing the ceilings, and he said that they had, uh, as as part of the induction of working in the hospital itself, because you can imagine there's a lot of females that work there, a lot of nurses, right? So as part of the induction, there was a 10-second rule. You couldn't look at a nurse for more than 10 seconds at a time. Wait, what? And uh, we kind of laughed about it because we are going like, who's this? Is somebody standing there, like, monitoring how long you're looking? How the fuck does anybody know? Is somebody counting with a stopwatch i mean i don't know anyway whoa, 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 whoa. what did you get that <laughs> no my mouth is full of donuts are, are you saying um i'm eating a chocolate coconut sprinkled donut by the way just so we're clear oh, stop um, it. i'm a, i'm carb free at the moment so 
Oh, um, really you're good. saying it's an official rule. Yes. That you can't look at a nurse for more than 10 seconds. I think it was 10 seconds or five seconds. Now, these are the tradespeople that were... Yeah. Well, they were doing all renovations. So there was a lot of tradesmen in there, and I had to have a rule because the tradesmen, I guess, they're notorious for being pervs. I don't know. Because I have friends who work like as electricians and in construction and stuff, and they're more like me. But they'll tell me stories of the people they work with, and like it sometimes it sounds like they're working with fucking animals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So You know, you know what it's like. Yeah. And so but it spins me out. It, it's it's like it's it's literally a rule. I, look, I think it might have been five seconds. I I can't remember. It was years ago. But somebody so, mm. so no, but just spins me out. Where did they come up with? The, where did they come up with five seconds? So what? Like. There's a panel that sat around and goes, six seconds? No, that's too much. Five se- five seconds, that's the limit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just, I just find it so bizarre. It's like, I don't know. And and, and anyway, like I said, who's going to enforce that shit? I mean, it's, it's called the police. I you would look love, for six seconds. <laughs> I would love to be the person to enforce that fucking rule. You're just at the construction site. And there's all these construction workers just being fucking total creeps, and you're there with a stopwatch. <laughs> just, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Uh, so bizarre. Yeah, like now that I'm doing the counting in my head now. So if I stared at a person, because I also don't like to make people uncomfortable, like it, because I don't like being <laughs> uncomfortable, you know. So I'm just mm. picturing myself now staring at a person directly in the eyes. One, two, three. You know, that's long. That's a long time. You're counting very slow, by the way. Well, yeah, man. I like to take my time when I'm fucking leering at women. <laughs> 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 the other thing that I hate is you ever see somebody that you, you think, like, they look like somebody you know, or you think it's someone that you used to know, someone that you might have gone to high school yes. with or something? So you're looking, and you try not to stare, because you're like, is it them? It's like, I'm going to say something, but I've got to make sure it's them first. So you're staring, and then you're like, and then they kind of see you staring, and you're like, well, what if it isn't then? They're going to think I'm a fucking creep. So then you're doing this weird shit where yeah. you're sort of looking back and forward, and then, and you're sure it is, and you go to walk up to them, and then you realize it's not them. And then it's really embarrassing. Yeah, that happened to me the other day when I was in actually when I went to the hospital the first time, and I saw this dude there, and I f- swear the fuck I saw him from TV, but I couldn't figure it out. It, it just turned out to be some guy that looked like Tuco from fucking Breaking Bad, but like, <laughs> so it clearly wasn't him because there was like this white dude who had like this like ponytail with like an undercut, but he was like really jacked, and so I'm just like, what do I fucking know that guy from? And I thought there was like maybe some <laughs> TV show where he played like a thug or something, <laughs> or, like not like a main actor, but like a thug character and I just kept looking at that dude going like who the fuck is that guy and then when I figured <laughs> out like oh he just looks like Tuco from Breaking Bad so he wasn't even the same race like this was <laughs> so I felt kind of foolish afterwards hey we didn't get to your Blade Runner review but we got to listen to another yeah, song sure. so what do you got okay I got uh, a track from a new up and coming synthwave artist called the BMX Escape he's got a lovely little uh, song here called First Date with Jody cool all right well let's listen to this this is the BMX Escape with the track First Date with Jody.
And that was First Date with Jody by the BMX Escape. So, my favorite part of my show is when I set up that you're about to review Blade Runner and then we come yeah. back from a song and then talk about staring at women. <laughs> so, give me your uh, give me your Blade Runner review. No spoilers, so don't worry. All I can say is there's a very... So we know that uh, Blade Runner is your favorite film, right? Yes, the original Blade Runner is my favorite film. Right. This new one is very good. The sequel's very good. As a standalone, I think it's brilliant. As a sequel, I don't think it's really that true to the original. They should have had more colours in it. They should have had more darkness. I mean, the first movie, I mean, I don't think there's any scenes in it that are well lit. So that kind of disappointed me a little bit. Special effects are great. I mean, the acting's good. Everything's good about it. It's just, I'm just a very, I mean, like like you said, Blade Runner's my favourite movie, so I'm always going to be sceptical and nitpicky. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth seeing, though. Definitely worth seeing. One of the better uh, sequels, uh, reboots, or whatever the hell you want to call it in recent years, for sure. False show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I felt that same way when I watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat 1 is uh, just this amazing classic film piece of cinema. And then when Part 2 came out, I was only slightly disappointed by possibly the worst movie ever it made. It was pretty fucking it bad, was... wasn't it? What a letdown. <laughs> I just like the idea of comparing Mortal Kombat to Blade Runner. As if, uh, yeah, why did <laughs> you come like, up with that one? That's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's good though, but but ultimately, ultimately a good movie. Yes, very very much, very worth seeing. I mean, uh, it's got some very good reviews. I, I can't stand people that say shit like, "Oh, it's better than the original." It's like I go fuck off. What are you talking about? Mm. Nothing is better than the original, and nothing ever will be. So please, don't even speak to me about that. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's very very well done. I'm I'm, I'm glad it wasn't disappointing because uh, with the recent run, you know, of like Alien, fucking Covenant, and and and, and I don't know. It's a, after that, that's so disappointing. I still got a bad taste in my mouth from that shit, Andy. No, I understand. E- even though I uh, I don't have the same hatred towards Alien Covenant, I thought it was fine, but it's not special. Like, it's not like the originals. Like, I'm mm. probably never going to watch Alien Covenant again in my life. No, oh, God. Uh, but I will watch Alien and Aliens, and even Alien 3. I still love yeah. Alien 3. Right. So I know I will watch those movies again, but uh, or at least I would intend to. Yeah. But I have no intention of returning to uh, Alien covenant but i didn't hate it it was just like okay whatever you know it's there that's the way i feel about a lot of movies now they're there there's there's not too many movies during the year that i that i love uh god damn did you see the trailer for pacific rim no i bet people have been really whinging about it is it bad holy smokes it is bad Yeah. yeah it's but it's bad also the thing that annoyed me the most i mean it has a odd musical choice but the whole trailer was just people saying cliche lines. Yeah. Like, every, every time it would cut to a person saying a line of dialogue, and literally one of them was like Charlie Day going, That's what I'm talking about! <laughs> it was just a stupid fucking trailer. I mean, I don't even... I don't really like the first one, though, so I, I don't know why I'm even talking about it. I didn't really like the first... It was okay. It was pretty average. Yeah. Well, see, I had a friend who was working on the VFX team, and so I got to see it, like, opening night on IMAX, hmm. and it was fine. Maybe I'm in the minority, because I know nerds, like, love um, Guillermo del Toro. Yes. But I, I don't love his movies. Like, I think they're visually cool, but, you know, when everyone always throws that around with other directors about being, like... Oh, it's all style over substance, and, like, that's the way I feel about his movies. Like, I find that the acting in his movies is bad. Like, I actually think it's bad, and I don't know if there's, like, a language barrier to the way he directs. So I like it visually. Yes. 
Yeah, visually, they're very good. Like, they all look cool visually. I just can't connect with them. Like, I've just never been able to connect with one of his movies. I mean, I think, like, Hellboy 2 was probably the one I liked the most, or maybe Blade 2, I don't know. But yeah, Pacific Rim, I just didn't... I just felt it was just a bunch of people saying cliche sentences, so I didn't care about any of the characters. And then, really, there wasn't that much robot fighting. Because everyone was just like, oh, you like giant robots, you'll like the movie. I'm like, all right, first off, these are vehicles. (laughs) Like these are not yeah. sentient robots. Like they're they're vehicles that people drive. Like they're they're weapons, but you need a pilot inside them. Which is really weird. I found that part weird. But it needs two, not just one, but two for some fucking reason. Yeah, that's just like for the plot. Yeah. But, you know, like for me, when because people think that and it's like, oh, you like giant robots? I'm like, yeah, but I like sentient robots, and I know it's a weird <laughs> distinction to make. <laughs> but the fact that these robots don't think autonomously and then they are just vehicles, I'm like, these aren't robots to me. They're vehicles, which is fine. Like. <laughs> it's a cool thing like it's a whatever (laughs) but that's different and that's the subtle difference that's maybe what we're talking about Blade Runner and what you like about it and people are going to have different reactions but sometimes when you have a favorite thing and that's your favorite movie you're going to like it for a whole bunch of different reasons and a sequel they go in different directions and they'll do things maybe you don't like or maybe like the most important part of Blade Runner was the fucking makeup on the androids or something you know Mm. and and if that's not in the sequel then it's like but that was my favorite thing or my favorite thing was Rutger Hauer like sticking his head through the wall you know like is there a guy who sticks his head through the wall and says some funny lines (laughs) because if there isn't I'm not gonna like it you know like you never know what the thing is that you're going to attach to. For me, it's I like uh, sentient robots. Yeah, I don't know about the robot thing. That's a bit weird, Andy. But uh, <laughs> I, I, no, hold on, hold, okay, hold on. Hold on. Let, let me clarify in a sexual way. Continue. <laughs> That's it. I just wanted to make sure there was no confusion. I jerk off to robots. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Uh, how do I segue from that? Uh, well, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying there. You're getting more donuts now. All I can hear is crunching sounds. Listen. We gotta go. What, you wanna play me another song? Alright, I've got another one here uh, from Mota. He had an album that he released, uh, I don't know if it's an EP or an album, it's six tracks, somewhere in the middle, uh, that he released earlier this year. There is a track that I really like off it called Vortex. Uh, and the album actually called Wave Transmission. It'd be good if I mentioned that. And it's available at motor.bandcamp.com. Cool, let's fucking check it out. And this is Motor with the track Vortex.
And that was Vortex by Motor. And that was Marco's third pick of the week. I haven't been announcing what number they were, but that was the third one. That is a cool song. Yeah, we got to uh, we got to wrap it up, man. You want to have the floor for a minute or two? Any parting words? Uh, not really. Uh, I don't know. You kind of put me in the spot. Uh, I don't know. Uh, fuck's sakes. I've got no, I'm a complete blank. All right, man. Well, it was good talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, you have a lovely day, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. See you, Andy. See you, everyone. Keep it real. Keep it 80s, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs>And that was Keeping It 80s with Marco Merrick. That's a good segment. I was about to say that's a good track. (laughs) It's a good segment, man. It's a lot of fun. So let's listen to a track. This was one I thought was cool. And then we'll go and chat with Iverson. So this is Bachelor of Hearts with the track 123 Funk.
One, two, three, funk. And that was One, Two, Three, Funk by Bachelor of Hearts. And uh, that's a cool track, man. I dig it. It's funky. And now let's go chat to Iverson. Cord over here. What the fuck just beeped? Was that you or me? Phone. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's me. It's me. Phone to silent. Phone to silent. <laughs> Come on, Josh. Come on, mate. Professional. Jesus. All right. Well, I am here right now with Iverson, a duo of... If I do, I have this right. Josh and Johnny, is that correct? Yes. Yes. So, which one's which? The one with the dosset sultry tones is Josh. That's that's me speaking at the moment, and the other one is Johnny. Sup? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, what's going on right now in uh, England? Uh, Foggy London town. Not much, to be honest. Do you, do you mean uh, overall, like kind of? <laughs> <laughs> Overall, England or us in England or well, you in England? Did you guys have a good evening? Because it's uh, it's late over there, right? We just kind of finished up watching the football about an hour ago, and then we just kind of played Super Mario <laughs> sixty. Was it uh, Mario sixty four? I'm still stuck in the uh, in the late nineties. It's one of the best games ever made, man. Death for sure, for sure. I'm still trying to trying to complete it. I still can't get past the last few stars, which is annoying. But you know, he hasn't he hasn't met Yoshi yet. Yeah, man, you got to get all 120. Yeah, she's probably focused on uh, nailing down a job as well. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. The, but the last few stars in that game get incredibly difficult. Like when you're on that fucking rainbow level. Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't got to that stage yet. I mean. I'm, I'm just still dicking around like the lava land and mm. I need to step up my game to be honest. The lava part where you like riding on the turtle shell, that one? Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, it's fun though. I like yeah, it. Uh, yeah, the, the game's so good. I'm looking really forward to um, Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Because it looks kind of more like a throwback to that style of Mario game because uh, 64 is one of my favorites. It's death for sure. Yeah, I've, I've got my Switch in my hand right now. Really looking forward to that. That should be great fun. Does it come out at the same time? I I guess it's the same date like all over the world right like it's the 27th here i think of october yeah i think normally they come out in the states and japan first and then so they normally get released in the uk a bit later we're playing a gig on the 27th are we <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's all right. well i'm, I'm a, i might be ill on that day you claim <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. So, what do you? You're sitting there playing video games. Are you two together right now to actually like do musical things, or are you procrastinating with emulators? We were supposed to be rehearsing today, weren't we? But our, our drummer was otherwise engaged. Uh, so we're. I've got an interview, a job in, interview tomorrow. Yeah. And after that, we're going to crack on when our drummer gets back all day from college. Yeah. So we got the whole day of rehearsing, and then um, in preparation for we got we got a gig. When is it? 27th of October? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in Whitechapel in East London. Yeah. Where where the where Jack the Ripper once <laughs> you know was <laughs> shit. Supposed to be better be on be on high alert then. Yeah. Your drummer though, do you is this just a work for hire type person? I mean he's not really involved in uh, the actual crafting of anything, is he? Or is he part of it? We've got two, haven't we? For our live stuff, we we, we have a small, short roster of uh, very talented session musicians who uh, play with us, and uh, I have to say we're, we're quite lucky because uh, they're uh, a very patient and uh, talented bunch. Well, that's cool, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ledian and... Uh, Ledian Neil, if you're out there, cheers, lads. 
Wait, what did you just say? Did you say Gladian? Yeah, there, there are drummers, Gladian and um, Neil. There are there are there are two drummers. I have never heard that name in my life. Oh yeah, it's um fusion of names, I believe. Gladian? Yeah, Gladion is like G L E D I O N. It's a fusion of the I think it's the dad and the mum's name, and it makes Gladion. Gladion. It sounds like science fiction. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I've, I've known him for six months or so now. You're really good, really good drummer. He's, he's like 18. No, no, he's not even 18 yet. Is he it's crazy? Is he yeah, he's 17. 17? He's insanely talented. He's a really <laughs> good lad. You were working on some Psytrance stuff with him, weren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's a good lad. He can do all sorts. It's exciting. It seems like you guys are learning just as much as I am right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. About Gladion. <laughs> he does sound like some sort of um, villain out of Star Trek. No, no disrespect, Gleds, but <laughs> I, I do love you. But Gladion. Well, let's get into the story of fucking uh, Iverson here. Yeah, we're gonna get to the bottom of it. Maybe we'll play a song first. Mm-hmm. What should I play? I'm just gonna play him out of order here. I just have a, a bunch of things to play. How about a track called Drive Ride? How about that? Go back to where it all started. Sure, man. You can explain what you mean by that after we listen to it. This is uh, Drive Ride by Iverson.
That was Iverson with the track Drive Ride. And we're here with Iverson right now. Two gentlemen, Josh and Johnny. Yo. And of course, Josh is the Josh Iverson. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Johnny, what's going on here? How come there's no love for the... <laughs> how do you say your last name? Is it Royale or it's, Royal? It's how do you Royal. Say it? I, did, I did get Chicken Royale a lot at school. Excellent. But it is, it is actually pronounced Royal. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So why is uh, so why is the track Drive Ride going back to the beginning? Was that the first one? Well, we're trying to kind of make a convoluted story short. Please don't. I, I like nice, long, and stupid stories. Are you, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Don't give me permission. Hey, man, we're here for like an hour, dude. You got all the time in the world. Ah, oh, fair. Cool. Well, earlier in the year, going into 2017, I was um, out in Camden, just Camden Town, and I went to uh, went into a not sure how the Canadians call them like kind of uh, whorehouses, <laughs> like a vintage Slap clothes shop, <laughs> <laughs> a vintage clothes shop or a thrift shop. I don't, you know. Um, but I found this jacket, and uh, I managed to haggle the guy down from 150 to 70 pounds. And I just kind of I got it, and then we went out for a you know night on the town in london anyway the next day so the guy who uh, made the drive ride video if you've uh, had a chance to have a look at that uh, have you sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair i haven't and i and i produced it <laughs> 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 the Iverson video I saw was where you were on a train. Oh, that's the Metline Blues one. And I saw one with a chick where some lady steals your car yeah, or something. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's, that's the one. So returned um, it. No, she never gave that car back. Mm. But anyway, um, the, the, the director and the... Toyota. Mm. It was a Toyota. It was a Toyota Celica Supra, 1984. Ooh. The best car mm. in the world. Well, there's only, there's only 25 motorable in the UK. Really? Yeah. We, we managed to get one of 25. Ooh. But the director of that video came up to me the morning after when we were pretty kind of spun out and hung over. And he just kind of looked at me and looked at the jacket that I just got. And he said, we've, we've got to do something stupid with that jacket. We need to do some sort of drive parody or something. So... Mm. It was it was probably the coldest day of the year in London. Well, to be honest, you know you're Canadian, so you're probably going to laugh at this. But it was, so I think it was minus three. Frightfully chilly. Yeah. <laughs> in England, minus three centigrade is cold. It was that cold, and we just kind of went out on on a bike and we did a Instagram video parodying Drive, and we called it ride because i was on a bike i was wearing a jacket i was trying to do my best ryan gosling the more i tell this story the more sad i realize it is (laughs) (laughs) don't take my silence for judgment i'm just listening intently we finished up the video and and we were kind of getting ready to post it to instagram and and lyndon turned to me he said like should we use kind of uh, electric youth or should we use kavinsky and and i was like oh but then he was like, why don't you make some music for this? And I was like, what? Like, synthwave. And he was like, yeah, why don't you try it out? Two hours later, I kind of put together, you know, the beginning of Drive Ride. So kind of over two hours, I did the first minute of the Drive Ride track. Obviously, I had no um, lyrics or uh, I, I had no drive to finish it or um, add lyrics to it. So, yeah, d- didn't this turn out, Drive Ride turn out to be the one you sort of loathed back in the day, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, no, I still do. Uh, <laughs> I, shouldn't, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. No, as in, as in sort of 
because but, it's the first one. It's your first. Yeah, I've, like, I've just I've just sent you I've just sent you the the Instagram post. I'm not sure uh, whether you can see that. That was the video that we shot parodying drive and then after that i added lyrics to it and then after that i wrote a b-side and then after the b-side i i wrote metline blues and then after that yeah it just kind of all kind of spiraled out of control after that really well that's all very exciting so what started off as a uh, just fucking around turned into a exciting thing well yeah it turned into iverson so at first <laughs> then iverson was just you right where when did johnny come along yeah do you wanna do you wanna take that yeah well, I was working at um, Mantle. I was uh, I was working at a community centre for a small sort of label production company. I, I don't know what, the, what to call them. And they, uh, a management company, weren't they? Because they, yeah. they look after artists and they um, support them on their endeavours and what whatnot. And um, basically, they passed me over Josh's music, and I listened to the first one, Metline Blues, and I thought, yeah, this one, this is pretty fucking cool. So did my thing, just whacked on a heavy bass line, and uh, sort of beefed it up, and sent it over to Josh. And from there, we just thought, shit, this is is going well. So yeah, now here we are. Yeah, we just went for a beer. Went for a beer, yeah. Went for had a chat and kind of realised that this project, the the sound, the, the kind of we've got similar motives. So yeah, from then on. So now we're a we're a team. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, then let's fucking uh, let's give the uh, the listeners some context here and check out some Metline Blues by Iverson.
And that was Metline Blues by Iverson. And I'm here with Iverson right now. Josh and Johnny. Yo. Who just told us the, the exciting origin story of Iverson. So... What were you doing then before, uh, Johnny? Were you already making like kind of electronic music? Like what was going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, so I produce trance, sort of electronic, mainly trance stuff, like psychedelic stuff as well. I did I actually did a remix, a bootleg remix for Nina. You know, I think you've had Nina on your show before. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yep. Um, I did a bootleg of her single "My Mistake," which ended up on BBC Radio One on Will Atkinson's Thursday night residency show which was pretty cool yeah i just love i love trance music anything euphoric i'm all over it like underworld above and beyond all that stuff but yeah i'm making some pretty pretty hot shit at the moment which uh it should be coming out (laughs) i don't want to blow my own trumpet but yeah it's fun to make and obviously doing stuff with josh which is equally as exciting and awesome so yeah are you uh rattling something over there um r- rattling yes we do have a pet rattlesnake in the corner it could be the fact that we are currently sharing uh headphones yeah it's probably the also, um, should we should we swap ears should we stop snuggling as well yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there we go we're, we're, we're... i just want to make sure i was hearing that correctly <laughs> i thought you were getting like really into your story talking about trance and you like had your hands around like some sort of silver necklace around your neck that you were sort of like prodding at oh yeah that, that, that is a staple of every trans producer we all have special medallions <laughs> that we yeah. that we couple <laughs> that's where they get all their musical powers from oh, man. of course it's a, yeah it's an amulet we're a special breed yeah so josh man what's been going on today obviously you guys have have gotten together to rehearse and it sounds as though you were playing video games so what happened uh what happened earlier in the day here are you still going to school are you guys done what's going on if you got like 17 year old drummers i can't imagine you guys are too old yeah no no basically um i got that drummer through where i used to work at i i recently graduated from uni just trying to find some work you know it is musicians work quite tough to get we're both recent uni graduates but johnny's 23 i'm 21 we both graduated in uh music yeah, music. Yeah, I did wow. music. I did music production. No, music uh, performance technology. You did music. What was it? Well, commercial music. Commercial music. Yeah. yeah. So we both have. We both, we both wanted to do music, and studying music never normally leads to immediate work when you <laughs> when you leave when you leave college or university or whatever. We're trying our best. To answer your question, we have left school. <laughs> I've, still my, I've still got my uh, my packed lunch with me. His mum cuts the crust off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Young dudes in the prime of your life, you get to go out there and just... Uh have lots of sex with ladies, right? Is that what happens to the young people? I'm an old guy now, so I don't, uh, I don't, oh, I have yeah, to live vicariously the yeah, through yeah. the young people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> right. you're cool guys, musicians. You get to sing your music, and then you just get to pick a, pick of the women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> didn't they? One, one, one said hello to us the other day, didn't they? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, we're very cool. We're very hip. The thing, thing, <laughs> we, we, women, women, women really throw themselves at you when you say when they ask you what you do and you say oh i'm a synthwave producer they absolutely <laughs> love that shit yeah yes yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually crazy I, i've noticed that in my own life it's it's fascinating because even though i strongly believe the scientific principles that sort of govern the universe and you know the way things work it's interesting that despite how gravity works and all of these other things if you walk up to a lady and you say the word synthwave their pants just fall off <laughs> 
You know, and then, and then the underwear just comes down. It's like they don't even move their hands to do it. It just it immediately happens. And yeah, then all of yeah. a sudden you find yourself just having sex and you don't even understand how it began or what happened. And it makes no sense scientifically because yeah. women love synthwave so much. And it's really fascinating stuff. And I'm happy that you guys are experiencing that because it's a whole new outlook. I think we need to go over to Canada. Yeah, let's um, <laughs> spread our wings and fly over to Canada. Yeah, yeah. In Canada, though, there's a few other obstacles because all the women are wearing parkas all the time. Oh, I've got myself a parka. I might have to see how it shines over there. How many of them speak Quebecois? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> it's what they speak in like French Canada. Oh, I see. Yeah, we have. Uh, yeah, one of our provinces is called Quebec, and that is the French province where they speak French. Oh, I love myself a bit of French. So some of them do. I guess there is. I don't, I don't even know what the hell the population is. I mean, Montreal is a hundred one one point five million. I think. I would love to come over to Canada. I might. Actually, that, home, that will be a trip that I I'd need lo- to do before I die. Montreal is home to the worst hockey franchise. I do like a bit of ice hockey. That yeah. will be my one of my first activities when I get over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch a bit of ice hockey. Well, we're not watching the Canadian. You can do whatever you like, man. It's a magical place yeah. where your dreams come true. Ooh. And all you need to do is just you just show that card that just says Synthwave on it. I'll show your card. It says Beyond Synth. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it pronounced with that uh, inflection before. Beyond Synth. Give us the preferred inflection. Beyond Synth. Whoa, there it is. Beyond synth. I like that. Well, you see, because when you say beyond synth, it's like, you know, there's some people when they watch TV, and maybe it's different in England, but, you know, in North America, right? There's people who say, I'm going to watch some TV, and there's some people who say, I'm going to watch some TV. Oh, Like, yeah. they put the emphasis on the T. I always watch TV. Yep. <laughs> 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 that's the pretentious way to do that. Yeah, that's yeah, when you're that's, like that's that. how we say it in, in Britland. Yeah, that's the fucking, that's the Downton Abbey way. Downton Abbey. Yeah. Have you <laughs> ever watched that? I like the fat guy in it. He makes me laugh. I've never watched that, so I don't know who the fat guy is. I watched the first one. I feel so sorry for you. Well, it seems like it's a very intricate story with a lot of characters and a lot of moving parts. Uh, who knows? Maybe it is good. I don't know. I mean, because I hear people talk about when I'd be like talking about Game of Thrones and like there would be classy people who'd be like, oh, like Downton Abbey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is there fucking skeletons walking around like fighting dragons? And then, then fuck you. OK, <laughs> let's not fucking compare these things because they both have large casts. Yeah. And, I'm, anyway, I'm glad to meet a fellow Thrones fan. Johnny likes it, too. So I guess I guess we're all friends here. Well, yeah, man, it's uh, one of the best shows ever made. Let's listen to Thank some more you. music, though. We'll fucking we'll talk about some other stuff. What should we play next we're gonna play a bunch of them let's play a track called retail therapy how about that sweet sure boom Oh, 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 
And that was Retail Therapy by Iverson. And I'm here with Iverson right now, though I'm only here with half of them because one of them has gone to the bathroom. He has indeed. Yo, uh, I mean, you're unfortunately stuck with one half of Iverson, uh, Johnny. But that's cool, man. So what uh, what have you been up to today? Anything good? Um, well, yeah, I've just been working on some Psytrance productions and stuff while I'm waiting for some job applicants. Whenever I hear Psytrance, to me it just sounds like like soldiers that use psychic powers. Oh, if, if mate, it's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, is there like a big Psytrance? Do you know about Psytrance in Canada? I've heard those words before. Yeah. And that's the best I can do. It's awesome. You should go You should go to a gig or like an event. It's cracking. Uh, I'm an old man. I, I don't know if I, <laughs> I can go to things like that. <laughs> oh, you have a whale of a time. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like when you go to certain events, I mean, because I don't look old, but I have gray hair. And so I, whenever I, I feel like I, you know, people would turn around and be like, "It's a fucking narc," and then they'd like <laughs> drop all their drugs. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Um, I, I don't like the age snootiness. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't like that. Just, ageism. 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 That's the one. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's music. It should be for everyone. Yeah, but there are certain types of music. I remember, like back in the '90s, uh, when the rave scene was big and everyone was wearing those like giant Dr. Seuss hats and fucking getting all high on E and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that was not necessarily an old man's game. The people that were doing that are now in their 50s, so you can you can come in over to some raves and see that here. That'll be the next thing I do in my life. <laughs> Go to England specifically for a side trance concert. Do they call them concerts? They're, they're like events. I mean, they're, they're huge in like Israel and Brazil and like Mexico, Spain. They're not there. You can get some decent ones in the UK. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. That's the one. Yeah. Brazil. Banging in Brazil. That's where Blanca is from. Blanca. Who's that? He's a sort of a green monster guy with uh, <laughs> orange hair who fights in the Street Fighter tournament. Oh. And uh, he comes from Brazil. Brazil. And Chun Li comes from China. Oh yeah yeah and, yeah. And yeah. uh, Guile comes from the USA. USA. Oh. Guile. I have never heard of a man called Guile who is from. Is, is that a real name? Yeah, is that a real name? Well, it's fucking... He's, he's Guile, man. How good are you at Street Fighter? Terrible. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for a... Uh, yeah, I'm wicked. I'll take you on. No, see, I uh, there's certain places that are burned in my brain because of Street Fighter as a kid, because I'm more of a Mortal Kombat guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I... I played Street Fighter when I was young, and so, you know, when the matches would start, you would go to, like, Japan, and then it would be like, Japan! <laughs> Japan! And so now, whenever people say Japan, I have to repeat, like, Japan! <laughs> USSR! Because that's what happens in my in my head. It's the same thing that also happens um, whenever anybody says two weeks. Uh, I have to go two weeks, like they do in Total Recall. Oh, yeah. When uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's wearing that, uh, that fake woman costume, and then she freezes on the word two weeks and then starts glitching out and turns into a big like plasticine animation i do nice. know that if we do make the ne our next synthwave track has to feature uh arnie with a quote from total recall maybe like see you at the party victor the thing is johnny has a secret talent for voices <laughs> that <laughs> one was shit but i could do a better one no you you you, you ask you ask him he's pretty good at his impressions 
I think my favorite was uh, when he kills Benny. You know, like, hey, Benny, screw you. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah, in the, the, in the cave with the drill. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Actually, no, that my favorite quote actually isn't even Arnold. It's when they go to the fucking bar, and then one of, and then the one dude's <laughs> offhanded comment is like, hey, you ever fucked a mutant? <laughs> just, that's a cracking scene, that. <laughs> there's just this fucking, like, just such a bizarre line. It's like, hey, you ever fucked a mutant? And he just says it, like, with such glee. And it's just, it's just such a bizarre... Anyway. That's uh, neither here nor there. How about this? Let's listen to another track. Cool. And then we'll uh, we'll talk some more about some cool stuff. This is My Amy Vice by Iverson. <laughs> was Iverson with the track My Amy Vice. And I'm here with Iverson right now, Josh and Johnny. Woo. Just sitting around. You guys are all just sitting there getting wasted. <laughs> well, um, Josh is pounding down the Guinnesses, is, is, and I'm just sort of... I'm not, had a big... I'm not pounding them down, I'm drinking them slowly. Okay, fair enough. They do look quite tasty. I was going to have a few, but kind of tired and I've got this interview tomorrow, so I'm, uh, I'm, getting, I'm doing a bit... I'm a bit boring this evening. That's important, though. You got to be responsible. Yeah. 
<laughs> Being responsible is the new cool thing. What else is going on in your guys' lives, man? Were you were you happy with the last season of Game of Thrones? No spoilers. Oh wait, oh, no, I still s- haven't finished it yet. Uh, mm. Okay, I maybe s- I should take your headphone. Do you want to have a little time with Andy Sim? <laughs> well, I might, if- go, uh, I might go get a glass of water. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Crack I'll, on, I'll, t- I'll talk about. Don't ruin it for me. Well, I can't really because I don't really want to ruin it for any of the listeners. But I have to say, it was so good. It's a really, really good show. It's so good. I love that stuff. It's fucking awesome. I'm just a little. I was a little disappointed with this season only because uh, the pacing. It, it moved very fast. Mm. So for people, if they're listening in the future, we're talking about season seven. It was a truncated season of only seven episodes instead of ten. Because what I've loved about Game of Thrones up till this point was that they really like flesh out the characters. I mean, there's a lot of awesome dialogue scenes and back and forths and cool things. And I really got sort of invested in a lot of these characters. Mm. And I felt that this season moved in fast forward compared to previous ones. Mm. There were certain opportunities that I think were missed because there were certain reunions I've been waiting for for like six years, you know, like characters who've been split up and are finally like reuniting. Yeah. And then they would get like one scene with each other and that was it. And I was like, man, if this was like a previous season of Game of Thrones, like they'd have a whole episode of like catch up and it's it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it. Exactly. For me, what I'm hoping is, I mean, it still is a great show. I mean, it still is awesome. And definitely this year, like the spectacle was pretty solid. Like the special effects and stuff were like on point. I think in the in the sixth series, they spent a minuscule budget in comparison to the seventh series on Drogon, on Viserion and and what's the other one? Flavion. <laughs> Nerd! Nerd! <laughs> no, but like they spent in one episode more on the CGI for one dragon than they did in the whole of the sixth series. And it was impressive. Like, that aspect of this season, I have no complaints about. Like, I thought the special effects were solid. It was just weird because, uh, you know, certain storylines were, you know, in previous seasons were stretched out Mm. over long periods of time. And then season seven happens, and then they're just, they're teleporting to places that usually took, like, several episodes to get to and stuff like that. They unlocked fast travel. You know, can you really knock that? That's the thing, because whenever <laughs> I play Skyrim and stuff, like, I love, I always use fast travel, like, once once I get it activated. But it's, I don't know, there was something about this season that sort of left me less engaged, just because I really wanted to see a lot of these characters meet up with each other again, and when they finally did, they had, like, one line of dialogue that's sort of like, oh, yeah, nice to see you, and then they sort of moved on, and I'm like, what? Like, I've been waiting six years for these fuckers to get back together, and they don't even have a conversation? Like So rude. That was the annoying thing about um, the Summit episode. You get my drift? And, and your listeners yeah. get in the grip. <laughs> but like in that episode, and especially in the first like 20 minutes, you have just every single conceivable meeting of past acquaintances. And none of them actually got to chat apart from the, the kind of lucky few. You're right. Uh, you know, it was a rushed season, but but I guess, you know, HBO's budget only goes a certain length. I mean, I understand why. And my concern was always, I was always worried that Game of Thrones would go bad, only because every other show I've ever watched, you know, like after they do a certain amount of seasons, all of a sudden the quality kind of starts to dip. Have you ever watched Dexter? Yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> I watched all of Dexter. 
but I never really liked it that much. I found it to be very cheesy and predictable. Mm. It's definitely not the pinnacle of TV, but it was. It, I, I think it was a good TV show up until you know the end of the fourth series. Well, it got so ridiculous. Like, put it this way: I think Dexter is like comfort food show. Yes. And and it's a weird thing to say about a serial killer show, but it's like, it was very predictable. I call it a hangover show. Yeah, you could watch it. Like, Mm. like I wouldn't tell someone like the show was bad, but I watched all of them and there were some that were really great. And then there was just, you know, every time he'd go to kill some dude and he'd like track him down, he would always be like, oh, I wonder if this guy's the, the murderer. And then he would always peek through their window at the exact moment that that person was doing the thing that would implicate them as a killer so that he could justify killing. And it happened all the time. And the plot twists were always so obvious. You could see them coming. And what bothered me was some of them could have been really cool, but it's like, I think they thought the audience of that show was stupid. And so they always had to over-explain the plot twists. And so by the time that they happened, you would always sort of kind of know what it was going to be like, oh, I see, it's his brother. Like, you know, but you knew Mm. it before they did the reveal. Yeah. and every season tried to have a twist, but they would always sort of give it away before the reveal. Surprise, it was your mom. <laughs> yeah, which is why Game of Thrones is, was like the opposite. Because when I started watching Game of Thrones, they expected the audience to really fucking pay attention. Mm. So for the first like five episodes, I didn't even know who anybody was. I was like, what is fucking happening? Like, but the, the one predictable thing was that Sean Bean was going to die. Because that happens in every single film he's ever been in. And you've just ruined it for like people watching series one. Oh no everyone's watched season one I think people know but I'll say this at the time I didn't know that was going to happen and I had it spoiled for me because that was still back in the day when I would still uh, watch shows via torrent you can't say that out loud <laughs> you can't say no, that had... you're implicating yourself what's a torrent yeah who knows man uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what I like is that um, the streaming tools now have gotten to the point where they are actually more convenient so like I have no I don't mm. download things like that anymore because using Netflix and the other services and like HBO online and stuff it's actually just easier and more convenient to watch the shows that way than fucking wasting your time downloading a file that might have a fucking virus in it and shit but anyways the point was I was on the screen to get that final episode and then in the top of the fucking comments someone fucking wrote a comment about the, the what happens to Sean Bean like it was like the top comment was just like oh I'm not gonna watch it next season of Sean Bean's dead. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. Piece of shit, fucking Torrenton piece of shit. I was, uh, I didn't, I, I had nothing clever to say about that guy. Yeah, he, no, he doesn't. He's he's fine. He doesn't, he doesn't die, guys. Didn't someone like look into, he's only ever stayed alive in two of the movies that he's ever starred in. And he's, well, done, not he's starred, done a lot of stuff. Just been in. He's, what about Sharp? Did he die in Sharp? What Sharp? I've never watched watch that. Sharp? Oh, no, 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 because Sharp was a series, right? Because he's in, he, he's in a whole bunch of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. So he couldn't have, unless he dies in the last one. Oh, he survived to... in The Martian. What's that? The one where Matt Damon lives in Mars. Oh, yeah, that one. He, he survives on potatoes oh, and ABBA. Yeah. Oh, it, no, <laughs> it's not... Sh- it was It was okay. It was, I, I enjoyed it. Hey, man, let's listen to some more music. <laughs> sure <laughs> thing. Sorry, we're really off at this. We get kind of stuck on tangents. That's okay. This Well, no, this whole show is a tangent. Here's a track I don't know how to say. <laughs> uh, what is this? North Northwick, 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 Nark. What does that mean? That's where I used to live in London. 
You just went Northwick, Northwick, Northwick. Northwick. <laughs> break it down, break it down. I used to live in Northwick Park. That was the answer. That is not an acceptable explanation to why this track is called Northwick Narc without any vowels in okay, the Northwick. Well, the, the, Josh the, is a little rebel. He likes to play outside the rules. I used to live in Northwick Park. I changed the P to an N and then took out the uh, the <laughs> vowels in the first word for aesthetic. <laughs> that. <laughs> Perfect. Here is Northwick Narc by Iverson.
And that was Northwick Narc by Iverson, based on a uh, biographical uh, event in Josh's life when he lived in Northwick Park. Was that a park where... <laughs> yeah, stumbled upon this beautiful bit of green field. You can North, see, you can North see the London. You can see the Wembley Arch from Northwick Park. Yeah, it's a great little place to. Um, it's a muse for your music. Yeah, great for dogging. <laughs> <laughs> Would you know that from experience? Do, 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 do you have dogging over in Canada? No, it's logging, isn't it? That's a whole different thing. But that's more in the west, uh, the west side of Canada. That's where all the big trees are. Oh. Unless, of course, that is also a weird euphemism for some sex thing I don't do. What's the side of Canada with um, with Ricky Bubbles and Julian? That's east. What the hell is that? Have you never watched Trailer Park Boys? I've no idea what that is. Oh, we're gonna have a fun night tonight. <laughs> well, you're saying that very suggestively. Don't know what you're gonna do to me, Josh. Well, I'm gonna make you binge watch the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, they're the east side of. Uh... Eastern Canada. The east side of Eastern Canada. It's about as east as you can get. Do you have east side and west side gangster rap in Canada? Where it's really polite and you and you talk about... Do you want to get booted off the... Like, <laughs> we can't make fun of the host. Sorry, I, no, that sounded horrible, but I was just, I'm actually curious. <laughs> now we're being Canadian, apologising. Well, no, the, uh, you know, you got to understand, we're all part of the Commonwealth. Yeah. All right, so it, there's a kinship to the to the Brits, you know? I watch a lot of British television, so I, I get it. What do you watch? What do you watch, apart from Downton Abbey? Well, see, I've only seen the first damn episode of Downton Abbey, so, like, I don't even, I don't even know how it ends. I'm assuming the rich people live in the house. House. Probably. Yeah. That, that, sounds, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like it. What, what, what do you watch? Well, my favorite program is a little show called Doctor Who. But I'm talking the classic series. I'm, I don't oh. love the new one too much. Ted Baker? Tom Baker. Tom fucking Baker, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's my favorite show. And then I also enjoy... Uh, the Monty Python and I like uh, I like that that series Life on Mars I thought that was cool oh, yeah. have you watched um, Ashes to Ashes yes I have see I would have thought the follow up Life on Mars was 70s and Ashes to Ashes were 80s wasn't it yeah but uh, I like the characters better in, in Life on Mars mm. I, I still thought Ashes to Ashes was okay like I was fine with it it was interesting because while I was watching that, the series Lost was ending. Mm. And so the weird thing was, the I watched Ashes to Ashes first, and they sort of had similar endings. Not similar in terms of like what exactly happened, but sort of what they meant, you know, that they were sort of in this weird... Uh, well, I don't want to spoil Ashes to Ashes. Uh, it, anyway, I think I just did by saying that. <laughs> but the point is, so I, I enjoyed that. I just uh, Dark Place is one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm. Although that's only six episodes. If you've never seen Dark Place, watch Dark Place because it is uh, it's the best. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, and then who's in that? Matt Berry's in that, and he's also. I just watched Toast of London. Do you like that? Do you like Toast of London? I like parts of Toast of London. I think it's the silliness of the show sometimes works for me, and sometimes it doesn't. But I like Matt Berry. Like I just like him, and I like the way he talks. Who's Matt Berry? He's the guy who does the Absolute Radio. Oh yeah, he's like Absolute Radio. Haven't heard it for ages. Yeah, he's good. That guy. Do you like? the mighty boosh yes i i don't mind the mighty boosh the thing it it conjures a weird feeling in me that show like <laughs> for me the show that 
nailed perfectly like my sense of humor is Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. And some of the guys from Mighty Boosh are in Dark Place. Oh, I've never seen that. So I think they're all like kind of pals. Like Dark Place is the one, it's just six episodes and it takes place in like a horror hospital. Oh. And it's bookended by this author talk and he's like terrible and he like talks about this show that they made back in the 80s. Mm. And this was before the whole like synthwave scene. Like I saw it, it maybe in like 2007 or something and I think it came out in 2004 and it is literally like what a lot of these people in the synthwave scene are doing where it's like this show that's made purposely to look like low budget and like it's from the 80s and it's got this synth score and it's and it's fucking it's awesome but it's like it's it's awesome cool but yeah like whenever i watch matt barry and and i was watching toast of london like just whenever i'm done watching it like i just have to do the voice right because like it's just so addictive yeah (laughs) (laughs) the no repeat guarantee Starting to sound a little bit like Broden. Who's Broden? Oh, Have no. You, it's an Australian, Aus- Aus- Australian, Australian comedy uh, trio called Auntie Donna that uh, we're quite large fans of. I don't really want to distract you from trying out your Matt Berry impression. I'm, I'm just blocked now of, like, things that he says. I tell you what, say Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. No, he does... <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah, that works. There is one episode, like, it's a silly show. I could understand why people wouldn't like it, but there is one where he's yelling at a bunch of old ladies, which was fucking hilarious. Like, as he was just, like, laying into them, like, just being so vicious and cruel, like, as he's, he's, he's meant to be directing them in a movie, and the old lady keeps forgetting her lines, and he just fucking just yells at her, and it was... That sounds really good. Like, that part was the best part of, like, the entire, like, three series. I do like all those bits where he's, like, in the... In the vocal booth. In the recording studio. Yeah, and just the yes. yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. Like, just I love all that. Part. One of my favorite things of people across the pond is when like Canadians and Americans do English accents. That cracks me up so much. Do you reckon you could do one for us? Well, I do a few because there's different uh, regions, right? Yes. So it's, it's, this is the only time I yes. ever get away with doing the c word. So hold Ooh. on. <clears throat> what the fuck are you doing, you fucking cunt? <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, yes! Amazing! Yes. So that's 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 East London. <laughs> that's pretty much all I do. Uh, or the uh, the RP because like I watch a lot of classic Doctor Who, right? So they do all the. Oh, what, what does RP stand for? R- received pronunciation. Yeah, really, yeah, the Queen's English. You know when there's like the the BBC news reporters, like it would always have the same tone because whenever we'd listen to the news, and if there's ever a story where there was like a British reporter who'd be like, and the genocide in Rwanda, I'm so and so BBC. Radio news, like they would always. <laughs> it's always the same cadence. It's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome though. Like I love that, that just that tone of like no matter what they were talking about, just like, and then the way that they would say marijuana. Because I remember that was a thing that I always loved because we say marijuana, <laughs> but they'd be like, and they found marijuana. Like they would do it like that. The UK were, calls it cannabis. They used to say marijuana, but that was like in like the 90s. Oh, fair. And the other thing is uh, the way they say aluminum, because we say aluminum, but uh, they go. No, it's uh, aluminium. It's aluminium. Aluminium. Um, yeah. That's the proper word. Yeah, that's, that is, that is that's the proper, proper word. Sorry about that, but it's, uh... I'm not sure if, if Canada has a lot of them because we, we have them in the UK so, so much. What 
do you call roundabouts? I don't have them. We call them roundabouts because we don't really have many of them. Yeah. See, you guys call them roundabouts, but I've heard them called traffic circles in, <laughs> in the south of, of the US. To be honest with you, I think I, I've only ever seen one roundabout in my life in this country. I'm sure there's more. Swinging round circles. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, not, uh, they're not as common of a thing. I know, I know in Europe, like there's a lot more roundabouts. Here, it's just a lot of grids. Roundabouts are how we, how we settle things on the yeah. road in the UK. Roundabouts soothe me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're a lovely little uh, addition to... Just a respite to yeah. a very frenetic pace of life on the road. It's, it's love to have a little curve. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, enough about, enough about roundabouts. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's the rest of the show. But we're going to listen to a track first, and then maybe we'll fucking uh, wind this thing down. Right. And, uh, and that's fucking... That's how we do this. So here's a cool track. I'm assuming this is Forever Night... Am I reading that correctly? That's the one. So here we go with Forever Night by Iverson.
And that was Iverson with the track Forever Nights. And I'm here with Iverson right now. Josh and Johnny, all the way from England. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah, man. So what's uh, what's what's on tap? What's coming up for fucking Iverson, man? Um, so yeah, we got we got our show in uh, Whitechapel. Yeah, we're if, going up to York. If there is any English people listening, we, we will be uh, making a couple appearances in various places in the UK in the next couple months. Um, we got Whitechapel on twenty seventh of October. Yeah. Um, what what's the name the, of the, the Urban Bar? The Urban Bar, just Whitechapel, is absolutely it is, is right smack bang opposite the Whitechapel tube station. Lovely. So uh, if you are in London and you're listening to us and you don't think we sound like cunts, come down <laughs> and watch our, our live set. <laughs> Sorry, now 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 I can't show this podcast to my mum. I've screwed Josh, this up. What have you just done? Yeah, why have you? Sw- <laughs> you said the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I did it first. I mean, like uh, this. This is an explicit program. There's a warning that happens at the start. Oh, so if your mom like tunes in and she'll hear the warning that goes like, "There's swearing," or "This show is not for you know children," and then your mom can be like, "What the fuck? I'm gonna turn it off. I can't listen to this nonsense." Is that what your mom sounds like? <laughs> Yeah, that is, that is my mum in a nutshell. You absolutely nailed that one. That was brilliant. <laughs> that is actually what my mum said to me when I wouldn't get up for bed in the morning at school. <laughs> you got fucking eggs and bacon on the table, you fucking... What are you doing? Bloody hell! I've never done that voice before. That's a new voice for that me. That was special. That is, that is one to add to your your, your resume. <laughs> oh, there's a show that... Okay, I'm trying to figure this out, because on Netflix, you know, they'll put, like, British shows, and then there's this one show that they put on that said this comedy that they refer to as being, like, critically acclaimed, and it's called... Oh, fuck. It's, like, some man dressed as a woman, and it's called, like, So-and-So's Boys. Oh, oh Mrs. Brown's, Brown's is It's not good. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I was watching it, and I'm like, wait, this is terrible. Like, this is... <laughs> like the show that like Ricky Gervais was like parodying in extras like yeah, oh, you know, I just... love a man that's extras literate I was trying to explain that to my girlfriend earlier and it was oh it was hard trying to explain <laughs> extras to people <laughs> Why are you always talking about extras, you stupid cat? <laughs> Paris is gonna love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having fun now, but because um, they it said in the description like this like beloved program, and and I'm watching them like wait this is fucking god awful like this is trash. It appeals to the it appeals to the everyman. No, it appeals to like families and it's a family comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's a family comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm trying to figure out? I've seen this in a few British shows like comedy shows where they can say feck yeah now when they say feck instead of fuck is that considered okay like for watershed like they can say that before that's more of an irish thing yeah because mama's brown's boys or whatever like she says fucking whatever the fuck it is yeah on live telly yeah she does say fuck she says feck all the time yeah yeah. (laughs) wait so is she saying fuck or is she saying she's saying she's saying feck if i got this wrong you know please correct me any of your irish uh, listeners but feck is kind of an irish loophole instead of saying fuck you just say feck because you get away with saying feck see because i think that with our standards of like censorship and stuff and what what we're allowed to show on 
on regular TV, I don't think we could get away with feck. That's why it's interesting to me. Like when I see certain shows where it's like, where they're saying that and I'm like, oh, okay, so they can get away with that. I don't even think we can say shite. Because I think that's still like we know it's shit. When does Mrs. Brown's boys? Is, is that nine say, o'clock? Yeah, is that watershed or is wa- that eight o'clock? Watershed here is nine. It was yeah. shown like around eight. Eight, yeah. So if it, if it hits a certain time, well, you can say you can bitch say, before the watershed. Yeah, you can say bitch. You can say, say whatever you want. You can say piss. Let's talk about all the words you can say, um, so that your mum will be extra happy with you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the point is. If I can sort of summarize, mm-hmm. when, when are you guys going to be playing at uh, Northwick Nark? Do you got any shows planned for there? <laughs> oh, um, that'd be great if we. Could, oh, if we did a little like, tea in the park at Northwick Park. What we Northwick Park is the tube station for my university. Maybe we could return and do a SU show there like, or something. Like a homecoming gig. <laughs> we play in the student union. We'll have to ask your um, your dean. No, it's not a dean, is it? I just call him Chris. What? Oh, what your your headmaster? Your mm. head. Head of head of year, head of faculty. Yeah, I have to ask him. That would be pretty cool. No, yeah, no, <laughs> no gigs, no gigs coming up for Northwick Park. But we we have mm. a gig on the twenty seventh of October in Whitechapel at the Urban Bar, and then we've got a gig up in Leicester on 25th, the twenty fifth of November. November. Where that is at the Shed in Leicester. The Shed in Leicester. Uh, yeah, it's been refurbished, so anyone listening in Leicester, maybe, you never know, head down to the Shed. Oh yeah, I'd, li- I'd love to do a kind of quick shout out to uh, Bernie and the Night Call, because um, they're, they're having us up to York for a radio session for an interview and a um, kind of live lounge-esque set at the University of York. Well, when you go on the radio over there, make sure to say none of the things that you said here today. <laughs> we will make sure. You're gonna you have to behave yourself. I probably won't drink before that one. Depends, yeah, how many how many Guinnesses you stole before we go on. Sorry, I stole two of your Guinnesses. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh well. <sighs> You're sleeping on the sofa tonight, buddy. That was always going to happen. <laughs> that was always the case. Sure. <laughs> I get what's going on here. Anyways, listen, uh, it was fun to meet you guys. It was fun to meet you too, Andy. You got some fun tracks, and uh, I think people uh, dig the sounds. They can see a music video of Iverson sitting in a train, of Iverson getting his car stolen by a lady, (laughs) and of uh, interlaced footage of ladies drinking Coke. (laughs) That is true, yeah. Thank you very much for having us. I I wish we could talk forever, but no. You've been been a wonderful host. You guys have a lovely evening, and uh, man, we will talk soon. No, we won't, uh, but we will will go now. (laughs) This interview didn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) It went swimmingly. Very nice to speak with you, Andy. Yeah, man, cheers. Laters. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Alright, and that was my conversation with Iverson. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Let's end on a track this week, because it's that kind of week. Uh, let's listen to a track by Indie Ghost. I dug this one. Uh, it's called Beverly Hills Noir. And uh, don't forget to follow Andy Last on Twitter. That's me. Andy, at Andy Last. Fuck me, on Twitter. That's the... <laughs> 
And uh, don't forget to like the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash beyond.synth.podcast. Check out the Beyond Synth SoundCloud. Check out Beyond Synth on YouTube. And if you have tracks that you want me to play on the show and you want me to check out, email them to beyondsynth at gmail.com. And that is what you must do for me if you want to uh, send me some music. And I hope you guys have a lovely weekend. And I will talk to you next time on Beyond Synth, the best synthwave checho there is and now here is indie ghost with the track beverly hills noir
Japan. Brazil. Hadouken!